0: Alright, theme song in three, two, one. back to The Constitutionals Podcast. I'm your host, Chad White. If you didn't know, this is a premiere podcast for the website CplusCounty.com. Like I just said, it's a website, go there. That theme song is so long, and I and I, I have no idea. It says on the app I use to play the, uh, the songs, it's 57 seconds long. And I think I start talking 30 seconds into it <laughs> as, as it uh, comes down. But I, I I, mean, I like it. I like it. And maybe there'll be a point in time when it, take, it gets shortened, but um, not now. In fact, I'm going to Google my one of my favorite podcasts, uh, how long their theme song is, because it truly it is. It seems to be a minute, 37 seconds. It just starts playing. Uh it's a minute and 37 seconds and I guess I listen to it every week. I don't skip through it. And how long is the how long is the uh this other one? I'm not going to say the names of these podcasts cuz I don't need anybody in my business. Uh how long is that? Hold on. That's not even that I, that's from 1934. Uh, okay, let's see. Mute the computer. Uh, is this the right one? Yeah, it's okay. (laughs) That's 20 seconds. You know, I remember there was a point in time where TV, everybody should remember this, where TV shows had theme songs and they were long, you know, the, the friends theme songs on cartoons had theme songs. You don't have that anymore. Now you just have like splash pages. Hey, do you guys remember the past? Remember when? I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna be that guy. Episode 277. Last week was the third, 300th episode. 300. Can you believe it? Um. Oh, before we before we uh, get to anything, uh, I I interviewed the cast of In the Know on Peacock. Uh, who was Charlie Bushnell? I'm gonna see if I can do this without without even looking it up. Charlie Bushnell, uh, 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 Caitlin Riley, Carl Tart. J. Smith Cameron, Brandon Gardner. I think that's right. And I'm not gonna look it up. But I interviewed them. It's a great twenty minute interview. 1938, whatever. Who cares? You can find it on YouTube.com slash plus comedy under the interview. Uh under, yeah, under the interviews. I you know, it's really funny. Yesterday I sat down. It's not funny at all. I sat down. The show's the show's funny. This is not funny. This is a bad anecdote. I sat down to record uh the intro to that interview so I could put it up on the Constitutional's feed. However, I realized that I did not do that for my first, um, uh, oh God, what is it called? Junket. I didn't do that for the war with grandpa because I didn't see the need to do so. Um, also, and it's, but the reason is it's so difficult to put up a junket in audio form with multiple people talking. I know I've done it before with, um, I mean, also because they're huge names, but uh, Adam Devine and Megan Amram. Um, but uh, and I and I did it with you know most most recently Tony Shalhoub and Andy Breckman. But it was just the two of them versus this being five people that I uh, yeah five people that I talked to in in three sets. It it's just it just it, it was hard to. Um, put that up and then i did the same thing with i also did uh, a bunch and uh, a junket interview with um, the cast of ted let me see if i can do this alana you back scott grimes georgia wingham wingham uh 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 max burkholder i got this hold on brad walsh paul corrigan boom I did that all with that. If you're watching the video, you saw me just continue looking at, looking, uh, at myself, trying to remember this, in the monitor. Again, the monitor is camera right. Not the monitor. The, the, the monitor is a giant curved f- 38 or 42. It might be 38. It might be 32. A 32-inch curved monitor. Everything's up in quadrants and my monitor for myself is right here. Anyway, <laughs> Jesus. All this extraneous information, I have a lot of stuff to get to. So I have those two. They are live on YouTube.com/slash C plus Comedy under the interviews, the cast of Ted, the cast of In the Know, both on Peacock. There is another show I was supposed to uh, interview some people for season two. That show is in the middle of its second season, and I'm currently still waiting. I emailed them last week. We said like it was like two weeks prior that uh, they're like, "Hey, you want to do this?" I was like, "Yeah." And I put it on uh, my calendar, and because uh, I'm very organized. And last week I went, I didn't talk to these people. And it's people that I th- I know and I think are very funny. And I could probably reach out to them on Instagram. And it's like five people. I think I can get like at least three of them by myself. I don't want to. I don't want to be that person. I don't want to be rude. But I'm gonna need responses to this email. They're like, and I, I sent out an email last week, and they're like, don't worry, it's coming. What I think happened is they forgot to put me, set up this interview and it's not going to happen. That's it. There was also another, uh, there, I, I don't know if I talked about this, but I was, <laughs> somebody put me on a list and a big comedian. I w- he's he's fairly well known. He's He's actually very well known. Uh, And, uh, and I said, and and they were like, if you want opportunity to talk email. And so I I emailed the team and, um, they asked me to do, I don't know if I talked about this, but they asked me to do, they were like, do you have, do you have this look book or whatever? (laughs) And, uh, do you have a, you know, action card or whatever? So I sent them, so I made all this crap up and I sent it to them. And make it up, but like I put all the d de- i asked i googled what that stuff was, and i and then like I, I sent it to them, and then they took like a like a day to respond like no, we just no we're we're not gonna be able to do this <laughs> it wasn't like uh uh i'll just say it zack snyder's people uh they i was again i was that 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 again this is a separate this is this is a separate the comedian was a separate thing, zack snyder's people. I got somebody put me on a list. <laughs> and they're like, this is what's happening. <laughs> and then I said, no, no, no. I, I sent an email blind. That's right, for Zack Snyder. I sent an email blind and then uh, uh, to one person, and they responded with a team of people. And they're like, uh, what do you need? And I, and I was like, just give me like 20 minutes. And they're like, not going to be able to happen. <laughs> and then he goes on and talk to like some shitty website. <laughs> He goes on to talk to like furries.go or something <laughs> and reveals stuff about like Zack Snyder's Justice League. Why are you talking to those websites? Talk to me, man. Come on. He's always it's all he's always on like beeper biz revealing information. You talk to C plus Comedy, baby. You're gonna you'll have a better conversation you'll have with uh uh donate.fart Anyway, that other the comedian thing. Uh they like they like via, like denied me and then a week ago I got an email from the from those same people or or somebody else on that team. Uh you want to do an interview? <laughs> this he's had a global impact and blah blah blah. If you want assets, if you want an interview, <laughs> email us. <laughs> I'm just like, you guys told me no a month ago. <laughs> All right, let's get into this. This comes from Gothamist, written by Ryan. Uh, I'm, also, I'm wearing one contact because my other contacts died. Uh, so, so it's going to be tough for me to do this. Ryan uh, Kylath and Precious Fondren. What does Donald Glover have to do with Brooklyn Furries and uh, uh, an and evacuated comedy club? There was a, an event that happened last week. Two events that happened last week. Mark Norman, the comedian, was performing at, uh, in New York. Um, and I don't remember what comedy club it was. But he was performing in New York. And you can see you can see the I, – I saw this on Twitter. Um, a, a video going around of Mark performing and then a guy gets up on stage. He doesn't attack Mark. He doesn't do anything. He just – he says something. Like he says, get up and get out. Yes, he says, get up and get out. And Mark and then and then and then like the bouncers come and like the like the servers come and they they get the guy off stage. They don't rush him off. They just get him off. He doesn't do anything. And then Mark is flummoxed. He goes, "This is strange." And then uh, one of the I guess the host, the MC, comes up and says, "We need everybody to evacuate the building." So that was strange. And then the night before that. Tyra Banks was at the Brooklyn Nets game at the Barclays Center, and she was sitting courtside when uh, just out of nowhere, a bunch of furries come and sit next to her, and she is uh, in between them kind of, I don't know, just not, uh, she's not into it, but she's definitely on her face questioning what's happening. Uh, what What it turns out, Oh, oh, oh! And then, uh, and then, uh, 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 an artist, Timothy Goodman, announced on TikTok that a pair of his shoes that he designed were stolen at a launch party. The lights went out, and then they were just gone. Um, the NYPD said it had received no complaints of missing shoes and evacuated comic club or furries on the loose. <laughs> Such a dumb line. Uh, it turns out, if you saw if you saw any of this pop up online, it turns out it's all apart uh, from a group called Hi H I H I where both H's are uh capitalized and they're all uh, they were shared on Donald Glover's social media accounts. He shared each each video of this uh of these incidents. And it looks like it to be a stunt for the show Mr. and Mrs. Smith on uh, Paramount on Prime, excuse me. Um the 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 company High High, I guess organization, uh excuse me verb is an la based or marketing company that's that had a thing called high high mission contest and what it did was winning participants would be selected to carry out various quote unquote missions taking place at a quote culture event in the new york's in new york city according to an, an image shared on twitter and again, this looks like it is an Amazon Prime stunt of some sort. I don't understand how any of this is connected, but if the, like these are the answers that we that we got, and somehow Tyra Banks and Mark Norman are connected, <laughs> like that's insane. But Mark Norman did not understand what was going on, and I don't think he was in on it. He just seemed kind of perplexed in the same way that Tyra Banks was when things happened. And the people, and there are people who were given. Free tickets to this uh, comedy show, and they uh, and they were seen, they seemed to be disappointed. This is what uh, this is what a couple said. The Lawson said that nothing seemed out of the ordinary when they arrived and were seated. We were informed that it was a taping, Tarkas said they brought us in as vip guests and they sat us down because it seems like they won tickets to this but the lawson said they began feeling different emotions as the incident unfolded personally my first instinct is to get out of here yes when something like that happens when somebody goes on stage of a comedian and they're and they're like get up get out then (laughs) jesus yes of course uh said yinka and my wife's first instinct is what's going on i want to find out more i'm a curious person i'm I'm not going to lie at his wife tarka I was like, "Wait, I want to see what's happening." Tarkas said people began running out of the theater, and that was when someone who appeared to be the producer said, "No, no, no, there's no danger, but we just need you guys to leave, walk, and take your time." They described it as a letdown. They won't say that they were furious. Thankfully, no one was hurt or injured. <sighs> They're just disappointed. I just I don't understand why these things have have to happen. That wasn't interesting. It wasn't funny, and it wasn't. Something that should be do that should be going on, especially in a time when you know people are storming capitals. All right, hey, this is, comes from the Verge. We're gonna have a couple of stories about Apple, written by <laughs> Amitra Khalid. Apple tells artists how much more money they can make with spatial audio. We know Apple has, in 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 terms of the more mainline. Music streaming services, Apple has the best audio. Well, you know, I think Title, Title, I think Title's mainline. So Title, so Apple has the second best audio, followed by Spotify, YouTube. Uh, no, excuse me, Prime. I think it, I think it goes uh, Title, Prime, Apple, Spotify, YouTube music. It doesn't matter. They've increased. They, they've been uh, notoriously not very good on the royalties, as has every other streaming app, save for Title, I believe. Uh, and they just announced, Apple, that the, they're adding a 10% increased payout for Apple Music Tracks with spatial audio, even if the users don't listen to that version. Spatial audio is, they essentially Dolby Atmos for audio. You put on supported headphones. I think any headphones work, but if you put on oh, excuse me, Dolby Atmos is there. Is is the is the audio. Spatial audio is their uh kind of beefed up, souped up version. But you put on any headset and uh it you can hear drums in the back corner if that's where they're playing in the track and and you can hear separation of everything. And it's and it's really good. It works. Uh and when it works, it works really well, but there are authors who use it uh and, and not so good ways the thing is though not everybody uh can use spatial audio not every artist can use spatial audio cuz it, again it works for any headphone but uh because they are apple is um um very anybody not using it correctly or putting it through its muster apparently uh, later on this article they they mentioned they they're like they're very strict on who can use it so if you want to use it, then you have to produce, like, good music, essentially. Um, but anyway, the this is uh, quoted by Music Business Worldwide. It says that starting with January's month and payout, quote, pro rata shares for spatial audio available uh, plays will be calculated using a factor of 1.1, 1. 1, while non-spatial audio plays will continue using a factor of 1. So you get 10% more. Bloomberg reported in December that Apple plan to offer financial incentives for musicians and record labels to release songs in Dolby Atmos supported format. So, again, this is not, so I I had it wrong before. So, Dolby Atmos is, again, they're they're the top audio version, audio format for Apple Music. There's other ones out there. Then, Spatial Audio, which should be pretty easy. If you go to the Apple Music app, which I'm not subscribed to right now, but if you go to that app, you should be able to look and see that something is in spatial audio. Otherwise, it'll tell you when it's not. That's good news. According to a note from Apple Music, there's been a 5,000% in songs available, uh, uh, spatial audio since the launch of the feature in 2021, but Apple didn't get an exact figure on the increase of, of what that increase represents. Spatial audio is available on Tidal and Amazon Music. Oh, I didn't know that as well as streaming video platforms like Netflix and uh, uh, HBO Max, which I did know. You can use spatial audio on Netflix um, on your phone, and you can also use it on the TV. And because I have a sound bar, I can't really tell the difference, but it it should work better for people without sound bars and things like that to make your sound sound better. Now, speaking of Apple, we're going to continue doing this. Apple, this comes from IGN, written by Tyler Wiles. It's where I saw it first. That's the only reason why I have this link to IGN. Apple finally lets other companies launch their own storefronts in the App Store. Now, it's because of a change in the European Union. It's not like, I mean, I trust the the writers at IGN. I just, it just seems kind of stupid that I'm using them. Apple's new App Store policies have launched, and now in the in the European Union, because of that ruling, they're allowed to, uh, people are now allowed, or other App Stores are, are allowed to be launched Develop, uh, in, uh, in the European app store. A single app capable of streaming all the, all the games available in their portfolio. So Epic can now release an Epic Games launcher for iOS that features Fortnite and the rest of their games that they produce without having to release Fortnite on the app store and be subject to Apple's 30% charge for in-app purchases. We'll get to that. The new policy will let the developers show iOS users what plugins, mini-games, streaming games, and chatbots are available within their app. Additionally, the revised policy will implement Apple's in-app purchase system. An example includes someone paying for a cloud streaming service or an AI chatbot subscription. Again, you'll be able to subscribe to Xbox Game Pass in Europe on your phone and get and give you know the other company more of the money, as opposed to giving Apple thirty percent, and then they have to split the other seventy percent. Google's doing the same thing, which well, I mean, Google has been doing the same thing more or less, and they're going to have to change some stuff too. Now, speaking of Epic, this comes from The Verge, written by Emma Roth. Epic's Tim Sweeney calls App Store changes hot garbage and uh this comes from business insider written by lakshmi ver uh, veranasi spotify ceo daniel x says apple's new app store changes are a new low it does not seem that people are enjoying these things why are these? why do these open up twice i only clicked on these once now tim sweeney's problem with it cuz again this is the guy from epic he claims Apple is forcing them to quote choose between App Store exclusivity and the terms and the store terms, which will be illegal under DMA, or accept a new, also illegal, anti-competitive scheme rife with new junk fees on downloads and new Apple taxes on payments they don't process. Now that again, that comes from the Verge article. Uh, Sweeney is likely referring to the new fifty around 54 cents, core technology fee Apple will charge for each annual install for apps downloaded over a million times in the EU. They're really, that's truly nickel and diming. That is so crazy that Apple could do that. (laughs) Oh my God. He says Apple could technically block Epic from launching its storefront. And the same goes for Microsoft, Valve, Google Games, and others. The Spotify guy, Daniel Ek, indicates that uh that that this is the new low. and they still don't think the rules apply to them. I don't a core technology fee just seems like a Spotify the company described it in a statement the core technology fee as an extortion plain and simple the fee will hurt developers because again you're still charging a hefty price potential startups and those offering free apps who might not have the funds to pay apple especially if their app suddenly goes viral imagine uh an app like that was made by one person like wordle that well that wasn't an app that was a, a website but imagine if that was an app or um flappy bird is that what that was called and and that was made by one person, and suddenly they sell they their app is downloaded a million times, and now and they and they charge and they they have ads in there, and that's how they make you know just a handful of money. They're not they're not trying to make the most money in the world. Suddenly it's downloaded a million times. Now they've got to pay a fifty four cents know, on the fifty four cents on the dollar for, and I don't know if that's true, but fifty four yeah fifty four a fee fifty four cents on the dollar for everything they sell. For I mean for their ads. Versus thirty percent in the app store. It's still I mean, it's still bad. It's still this is not this is not good for developers. This is not good for anybody. They lot I they last week they, they because this episode's a week late. They were they they announced this as if it's going to be the 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 answer to everything. But they're still it's kind of like they're subsidizing the Vision Pro. With the videos that just came out, which of the videos that just came out this week. So far, I've only seen Epic and Spotify and a handful of other big name places and people say something. I don't really follow small developers or anything like that. So I don't know. That's why I'm saying, Oh, I'm cool. I don't follow small developers. (laughs) I only follow the big guys. EA. Yes, Please. (laughs) Who listens to QBuzz anyway? <laughs> QBuzz is a music streaming app. Both Epic and Spotify are some of Apple's most outspoken critics, with company with both companies hitting back at uh, the twenty seven percent tax on purchases made outside the App Store in the U.S. I I just <laughs> I really the solution would probably have to be. You know they they did lose this case, and it would probably have to involve the EU putting up strict guidelines on how much they could charge, but they probably won't do that. They 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 went they went as far as they could, and now it's going to have to be up to Apple to listen to the developers, which I don't know if that's going to happen. Hey, this comes from The Verge again, written by Emma Roth. Netflix is going to take away its cheapest ad free plan. Well, the news is out. Uh, Netflix, Apple, Netflix—the Apple of uh, streaming video—is getting rid of the uh, of its cheapest plan, the cheapest ad streaming plan, the excuse me, ad free plan. That twelve dollars a month plan. Netflix's cheapest ad free plan. After that, after that's getting rid of is the fifteen dollars and forty nine cents for a basic ad free. It's a giant spike. Otherwise, if you want ads, you will have to pay $7 per month. And then the other tier is the $23 per month for the premium tier. This is all driven because of the, uh, they had an, a stellar Q4 based upon people, the the crackdown on password sharing. People still want to use Netflix. It's still, out of all the streamers, it's the most versatile and the most popular. And it seems kind of, and I'm quoting um, uh, uh, Scott uh, Galloway, is that his name? From uh, 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 Pivot, the Pivot podcast. It's a utility at this point. Netflix is a utility. You have internet, you have water, and then you have Netflix. Netflix. Because now, you can, you, know, you, know, you can go to Apple TV and say, I'm going to watch Monarch, I'm going to watch Ted Lasso, and then I'm done. And then you're going to stop for the next month. But with Netflix, even if you don't like Queer Eye, well then they have Stranger Things. If you don't like Stranger Things, they have Extraction, Extraction 2. If you don't like those movies, then they have Lyft. Then they're going to get Wrestling. This is a step in the, in the worst direction. Uh, you, you'll see articles and pieces all over, the, all over the internet that say Netflix is turning a cable. This has been happening for the past four years. This is the third price increase in three years. It added 13.1 million subscribers during the final quarter of 2023. The total number is 247 million people globally, million accounts globally, not people. At some point, I'm I'm gonna guess, not even guess. I'm gonna assume we're gonna be paying for Netflix Gaming. That's gonna be a whole thing on its own. I, you know what? You're charging me twenty three dollars right now. Make it a twenty. Make it even twenty five. Get rid of Netflix Gaming from inside the Netflix app, and just let it be its own hub thing. They spent. It's the ten year deal for WWE for Monday Night Raw, is $5 billion. That is a bad sign for Peacock. Peacock was the home to, uh, to, I think, all of the wrestling stuff, stuff that aired on USA, all the WWE stuff, stuff that aired on USA, stuff that aired on Fox, I believe. I don't know. I don't know if that was true. I don't know if that's true. That's just me saying things I don't watch wrestling. Although sometimes when i'm cooking and and I'm watching like law and order after p b s news hours went off uh and then law and order will go off and then w w e will start and i'll just and i'll see things so that's as much wrestling as i've seen uh, in the past couple of years. I did try to get into it it's very true it wasn't my thing but i do i do respect those people i i i think wrestling is a is a a very uh entertaining sport to say the least. NBC's Universal currently has a library of WWE content on its service, but it doesn't air Monday Night Raw live. So, again, this is just for Monday Night Raw. $5 billion. Monday Night Raw is, you know, just like a baseball game, just like basketball, just like football. People will watch it, just like soccer. Well, I don't, I don't know what the ratings are on soccer, but golf, baseball, basketball, and football, I know, have solid ratings. Just look at the Chiefs game, that Chiefs um, uh, uh, Baltimore game. Some of the highest ratings in the past couple years. Blame the Swifties on that. ABC Universal's Peacock currently has his library of WWE content on the service, but it doesn't air Monday Night Raw live. Peacock also still has the rights to the WWE's premium events like Royal Rumble and WrestleMania, which are get great things on their own. Are get great things on their own. <laughs> All right. Just typing down the title of this new episode. <laughs> this is a huge step for Netflix. Getting rid of their, their basic ad free plan, which would stream, I believe, 1080p. Right? Basic ad free was 1080, 1080p with no ads. Uh, multiple streams. And switched on downloads. Okay, and how Netflix is okay. All right. Anyway, but live sports was the next logical step for them. And now, in a year, when they raise prices to exactly twenty five dollars, twenty three is so odd. They're not going to lay on twenty twenty three. They're going to go to twenty five when they raise things. To, when they raise prices to twenty five dollars, no one's going. People are going to hem and haw, but they're not going to cancel. And it's gonna be uh um it's, look at look at peacock, people were angry that they had the uh the previous chiefs game they had but that but that game did so well that Saturday night game that drove so many sign ups for peacock because you could it was a peacock exclusive. You couldn't watch it on with the NFL Sunday ticket. You couldn't watch it on broadcast. You had to have Peacock, or you had to go to a bar that, that would stream it for you, or go to a friend's house or whatever. Look at Max. They just delayed their, their uh, 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 sports add-on. You, 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 if you subscribe right now, you get the sports add-on. But they were going to charge for it, but now the technology is not there to, for them to work. Correctly for them to launch it and charge, you know, the four or five dollars for it. So they're still giving it to you, but it's still important that you can still get NBA games and baseball games and hockey games on there. Soccer works for Peacock and for Paramount. Plus, soccer works for Apple TV. Plus, sports are what where let, where it, uh, uh, people are keeping YouTube TV for, it. they're keeping Sling TV for, it. they're keeping all of these internet cable things because it's important to them how have live events proved well for them well they had the um, they've had two golfing live events or I think excuse me they had one live golfing event and there's one coming up I believe they might add two and there's one coming up but I know there's one coming up and you know I watched the Las Vegas events and and they were and they were good. The stream handled handled it pretty well. I think there were some dips, uh, even though I have Google Fiber here and there. Uh, we've got, uh, uh, yeah, they had the first live one, yeah, which was the golfing competition between PGA pros and F1 racers. And there's another there's a live tennis match this March between Rafael Nadal, my guy, and Carlos Alcaraz, my other guy. Netflix is only going to get bigger and there's never going to be a point where we see prices dip. We are never, ever. The streaming, cheap streaming is over. It's only going to be expensive from here if you want ad free, if you want 4K, if you want sports on top of it. They're doing that. They're as close to a super app in America that we will allow because Americans, I've, I've mentioned this before. Don't want super, they don't want one app to do everything. They don't want one app to communicate. They don't want one app to watch things. They don't want one app to socialize. They want one app to, to do each and every one of those things. And maybe and then some. Because if you look at Spotify, Spotify wants to want you to do audiobooks. They want you to do music. They want you to do podcasts. It's the most confusing app to jump around. In China, super apps are all the rage. They're popular and Elon Musk wanted to make super apps. That's what he wants to do with Twitter. But it's just not going to work cuz people aren't going to subscribe to that. This is again, I in in 5 years Peacock uh, Peacock uh Netflix will be $30. And we will see only the big players. In five years, we will see only the big players. I think some form of cable like YouTube TV, Hulu with live TV. Well, don't quote me on Hulu live TV. I don't know what Disney's going to do with that. Fold it into <laughs> to, uh, Disney Plus. But we're only going to see a handful of these streaming apps because none of these other ones can make money. Peacock is not going to be around in a couple of years. They'll either have to partner up and be folded into one, one another, and assets will be sold off and, and bought and everything, or they will die out. Look at Paramount+. Plus, they're struggling right now to even have jobs for people. So what, what does that do for, uh, for the others? I have to take two stories and move them to the next episode because I've gone over my time. Did I type in oh I I added 11 to that. That's wrong. <laughs> but that that's exactly what it does. That's why I mean that's what's going to happen. Um and and we're all to blame because we you know and I me in particular because I'm the one who stay subscribed to these things. But just because Apple set aside a billion dollars for Apple TV plus doesn't mean that it's going to be successful and they're already looking for people to partner up. That's why they're bringing in Paramount plus and you can subscribe to channels on Apple TV plus because it's going to be easier for you. Cause you're going to be, you're going to be scrolling through your Apple TV or your iPhone or whatever and you can say. Oh, well it's, it's there. I'm going to watch it there. Even if you're not watching their thing, Apple TV is the hub. They'd like for you to subscribe to Apple TV plus. They'd like to buy, uh, you know, movies and TV shows. I was gonna name a movie and TV show, but I couldn't name one movie. Was <laughs> that one with Justin Timberlake? That drama. So that there, so there's that. It's probably gonna be, and those apps, the apps that are gonna stick around are uh, gonna be Max, even though they're not doing too well. But it's gonna be Max. It's gonna be Disney Plus with some form of uh Hulu and ESPN element to where that's gonna be uh you know X double X amount of money. There's also gonna be um uh Netflix obviously but who knows what's gonna happen with uh Paramount Plus and Peacock and I'm guessing they're just gonna have to they're gonna have to die at some point. All right. Listen, I've been talking for a long time, so if you like what you heard here and you want to see a video version of the show, go to youtube.com slash comedy, where you can see um, me sitting in the same shirt I recorded LinkedIn logs in just just 37 minutes ago. You can um, see video versions of the other podcasts as well on youtube.com slash C plus comedy. You can subscribe to other podcasts on wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, the other podcasts include LinkedIn Logs, the uh, business job show, I guess, where I try to get a job or talk about the job market. And uh, Late Night Lately, which is the Late Late Night Show show. Uh, and um, yeah, that's that's the, what that show is. And uh, talk about late night <laughs> Video versions, youtube.com slash C Comedy. Uh, rate reviews, subscribe to all that stuff. Tell your friends. Oh, wait, social media. TikTok, Facebook. Let me turn this down. Twitter, <laughs> Instagram at C Comedy, me at Chad Black White. Oh, the interviews. Check out the interviews on youtube.com slash C Comedy. I uh, just talked to the cast of Ted. Again, I mentioned it. And the cast of In the Know. They're both great interviews. Sit down, spend a good hour watching me make a jackass of myself thank you for listening and i appreciate it bye